Whether you're a first-time poultry owner or looking to expand your flock, you can always use some helpful advice. Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered. With great info and products to help raise healthy birds in-store or online at farmandfleet.com forward slash chick days. Well, the 93rd Annual Wisconsin State of FFA Convention and Expo is underway, and I am here with one of the state proficiency finalists for specialty crop production, Leah Huchthausen, and she will share more about her project and detailed tobacco production in the state. So, Leah, could you share with me, what does tobacco production look like in Wisconsin, and what does that all entail? Tobacco is raised in the southern part of the state more because of the different types of soil ground, and that's what like works best with. Um, it starts in the March when the plants are grown in Michigan. A lot of the plants are grown in Michigan. And then they're brought into uh, Soton at Swedish Match, and they're delivered in these big boxes where they're unloaded to producers. Um, so then we bring home our plants, so we get about two and a half acres of plants brought to us. Um, and then we plant it, plant the tobacco in the field after we cult the mulch and plow the fields. So we plant it with a one-row transplanter. So the plants are planted in the ground, and then once they grow for a little while, we go back through and cultivate the field and hoe it to make sure all the weeds are gone. Otherwise, the weeds will be a hindrance to us while cutting in the summer. Once it is grown to, it's grown a flower on the top of it, we come back through and top the flower off so the plants um, grow the leaves out because you want them to put all the nutrients into their leaves since tobacco, you want to use their leaves. So we top the tobacco and spray it with a chemical that gets rid of all the bugs. Once we top it, it sits for about 10 days to two weeks. And then we come back through and harvest it, starting with cutting the tobacco. We cut it all throughout the field, laying it in a straight line and laying it lay for a little while. So then it will wilt in that field, which will mean the leaves will become less fluffy. So once the leaves are wilted and have more of a deadish look to them, <laughs> um, it's easier to spear them so the leaves don't fall off. We spear it onto the lath, and we usually put between five and six plants of tobacco on the lath, depending on the size. And then it is loaded onto a wagon, where it's brought into a shed, and then is hung up on poles all throughout the shed. Um, once it hangs for about three-ish months and it is completely dry, we wait for a case weather type of day, and it's softer so the plants don't fall apart since it's so dry, so we wait for case weather. We take it down, bring it into the shop, and strip off all the leaves. So this sounds like a pretty labor-intensive process. What is it like searching for labor and getting people to help out with this crop, um, you know, as the years go by and lots of processes become more modernized? Yeah, so finding labor is definitely hard because it is so labor-intensive and you need a lot of people that will work hard and are, are okay with all the heat and the dirt. Um, we look for labor throughout, like, my friends, so some of my friends help. My family helps a lot, and then we do get some of our friends that just, like, help us and don't even, like, we don't even pay them. We just feed them. Um, a lot of them just will work for food because they're super nice people and they're super willing to help us. So looking into this year's season, I know that planting is already underway. How has that looked like for you? Are all of your crops in the ground? Have you noticed any potential problems with weather, pests, or diseases? Yeah, so we grew, I grew plants in the greenhouse this spring at our Soton High School greenhouse through a just throughout the school to learn some more about it and I actually got aphids in the greenhouse and I sprayed it with a bunch of chemicals and they would just not die so we ended up having to throw out about 18 trays of tobacco because they wouldn't the, the aphids just would not go away and we didn't want to get we didn't want to spread the aphids to the rest of our crop so we just threw them away just to be on the safe side so we got our plants 
three weeks ago, and we were just able to start putting them in the ground due to all the rain that we've gotten. So we have about an acre and a half planted up to today, and hopefully at the end of this week we can plant the rest of it, and we'll have two and a half acres of tobacco in the ground by the end of the week, hopefully. That sounds good. So it sounds like you guys are on track. Now, looking back the past few years, have there been any trends with pests or diseases? I know that uh, there's been sort of like a rust that goes around and can affect the plants. How has that looked like for you, and how do you see that affecting things this year? Yeah, so I actually did not get any of the rust last year. We actually had a really good crop. We had some friends that had a lot of tobacco taken down with a lot of the storms and the rust. I know a couple farmers had to take a lot of their crop out from it. We've actually been super safe and like have not gotten anything with our tobacco. Super luckily <laughs> we did not, so we've been at a good crop. Well, that's good, and looking forward, hopefully, it's a good growing season. Um, that's what it sort of sounds like. And focusing more on you, you are a state proficiency finalist for specialty crop production for tobacco. So tell me a little bit about the process for that and what it took to get to that level. Yeah, so last year, or last fall, me and my advisor went through and started filling out a super long application, which is about 22 pages long. You have to make sure you have um, all your uh, money handled out and make sure you have everything put in correctly so then it all looks like you've, you're making money and you have to explain what you're doing, what your goals are, what your future plans are for tobacco, stuff like that. Um, so we ended up filling that out. We submitted it in late February, early March, I think. And then we waited for a couple weeks and learned that I was the top finalist. So now we just hope that today goes well. So you mentioned having to detail your future plans. What are your plans with the crop moving forward? I know you mentioned that you're a senior in high school. So what's the goal moving forward? So I'm a senior in high school. I'm planning on going to MATC this year, so Madison Area Technical College, to become a surgical technician so I'll be close to home where I'm allowed to uh, keep working tobacco and hopefully raising maybe more if my parents let me. <laughs> um, and then I'll also keep helping some of my friends that I help with tobacco. So I'll continue raising tobacco after I am like done with high school. Leah Hucktausen along with us, a senior from the Stoughton FFA chapter, sharing more about her background in tobacco production and the journey that she took to become a state proficiency finalist for specialty crop production. Remember, if you see these students at state convention, make sure to congratulate them on getting to this level as there's many hours of planning and work and coordination that go into getting to that level and winning those awards. For the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Allison Lund.